Hello and welcome back to Tells. Hello, Andrew Nimi. Hi. How are you? Happy Friday, I guess. Yeah, the podcast is late today because Andrew was getting his drank on at Brad's birthday mugs. <laughs> and so this is the reason the podcast is late because yesterday he was out of commission. Brad's birthday mugs. It wasn't all Brad's party. It was partly my party too. For what? For the awards. Oh, yeah, there's that. Congratulations. <laughs> I guess Andrew got a little you bit... You forgot about those already, huh? ...carried away with his poker personality of the year. He was really trying to make that personality shine. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I guess so. <laughs> How did it feel? What? With your hangover the next day. Not, that part did not feel great. Mm. Mm. So, officially, congratulations... Thanks. On your win of the American Poker Awards. How do you feel? Because last time I wouldn't let you talk about your feelings. Yeah. So today we're dedicating this, show this my feelings? episode of Tells to Andrew's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's cool. This is like a therapy session. I can do this every week. Talk about my feelings. Yeah, we could. I'm sure the listeners are very interested in your feelings. Today I'm feeling swell. Okay, so let's talk about your... My feelings? Yeah. Okay, yeah. These poker awards. Um, I guess I go back and forth because on one hand, it's poker awards. So what? Not Golden Globes? <laughs> well, I mean, even if it was, I mean, it's an awards show, which I guess generally award shows, I've sort of had this uh, feeling about them where they're sort of like the industry patting itself on the back and, you know, hype about nothing. What's wrong with that? Uh, nothing really. Um, but I think people, you know, like there's this, the Oscars or the Grammys and people put like all this weight into the winners and the awards themselves. And it seems kind of silly to me, but. But I think it's because they're at a basic human level. Mm -hmm. We're always, there's a hierarchy, right? So every, even though we would like to think that everything is equal in inverted commas, there's always going to be this hierarchy, whether it's uh, financial or awards. And so that's why there's mm -hmm. like an awards thing, because we just like to rank ourselves against other people. I guess so. And so... Cause so it's every, just natural, you're saying? Yeah, I think it's natural. I mean, is it the best way? Like, I, I sort of get how you feel about it, but I think it's just natural. So there'll always be... Yeah. Any industry will always want to recognize who or what they think is the best or mm -hmm. achieved something in that space. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. I always just sort of looked at it as like the industry stroking itself. Yeah, but every industry does it, right? Yeah. From Yeah, that's what uh, Negreanu was saying, actually. He said it's kind of important to have just because all these major industries have one, have an award show. But isn't it interesting? We, I, uh, On the flight back from South Africa, I watched a movie called 42 Grams um, about... I also watched the movie 42 Grams. Right, So, but talking about award shows, right? That guy... Uh, so the premise is like there's a guy who grew up cooking. He started cooking at 15 and is not a trained chef. Um, started a sort of small come and eat in my house restaurant. Mm -hmm. So he, what is it called? Underground, Underground dining. 
people just came to his house and he cooked these 15 course meals and then he opened a restaurant but the whole goal was to get a michelin star Mm -hmm. so as much as we say i'm doing it for myself or i'm doing it you know for me and not looking for outside validation like he already knew that he was a really good cook but or not a cook but a chef Mm -hmm. Um, but then he still wanted the Michelin star validation yeah. to say that he was good enough, Yep. I guess. So I think there'll be always that. Interesting tie-in, watching that movie and bringing that into the conversation. <laughs> nice work. Okay. Nice podcasting. Nice brain. Thank you. <laughs> nice brain. <laughs> so two awards. Yeah. Well, so the other, the flip side of me sort of like being a, Debbie Downer about award shows in general is that this second award of the evening, which was the People's Choice for Poker Personality of the Year, is pretty damn cool because the people vote, the general public vote on it. So it's not like some, you know, jury panel of poker industry insiders. It's all open to the public. Do you think it was rigged? (laughs) (laughs) Just getting right to that, huh? Uh, it's possible. It's, it's definitely possible because, uh, I don't know, like you and I have chatted about it, but, you know, Doug's YouTube audience is like double what mine is. And, uh, you know, he put the word out on his channel. He put a link in the comments for people to vote. And uh, it's somewhat surprising that his audience apparently wasn't more activated than mine was. So I don't know. It could have been rigged. <laughs> PokerStars, not exactly uh, the biggest fan of Doug Polk. And PokerStars sponsors this event. So who knows? Oh, no. Could all be a sham. Oh no. But there's no way of knowing and therefore Andrew wins. All we can do is be celebrate. Thankful. Yeah, celebrate. Um, I think you were the people's choice. Um even if the audience's sizes are not as big, I think people know about Doug Polk and he's been in the poker space for a long time and um it was nice for people to have something fresh, right? So the vlogs and the look into poker playing that you presented is just different. So yeah. I, I think, think maybe also, that's why. People also like root for the underdog a little bit. And maybe I play that role when it's like me versus Doug and Daniel Negreanu. Don't you always root for the underdog too? Me, personally? Yeah. Uh, I guess so. I don't know. I think I, you always say that when we watch a yeah, movie probably. or something. Yeah, it's kind of like the American story, you know, I'm the Ameri- classic the- American success stories, rooting for the underdog, <laughs> the little guy. The little no guy. No pun intended because Jonathan Little was another. <laughs> Apparently they weren't rooting for him. <laughs> weren't rooting for the little guy in this situation, huh? Ha ha ha. Aren't oh, you man. so funny today? <laughs> brilliant. Just brilliance coming out of this. I think we should always have Starbucks coffee before we <laughs> podcast. Shout out to Starbucks. Made the, the, the walk to the nearest, newest Starbucks downtown Las Vegas. On that note, though, how is it that I can never get the same drink? It really <laughs> baffles me. Starbucks, so, we're looking at you. Get in touch with us if you're listening. If who's anybody the, has the CEO a... CEO of Starbucks? <laughs> I don't know. You don't think they're listening? No, I don't think so. But if anybody has a Starbucks guide on how to get the perfect coffee. Cue all of the trooper comments. Moving about, on. We're talking about me here. Oh, yeah. Feelings. And your feelings. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Let's continue about your feelings. One more thing I guess I could add to this is that it's pretty cool like to have like an official stamp on the year and like just something like this in general because as a cash game player, you basically have nothing to show for your uh, your career 
other than you know the money that you've made you know like tournament players they have all these uh entries on their hended mob page that even if you end up like being a losing player you know if you have like these big scores or these victories tournaments successes um that will always be there and i think as a cash game player it's kind of like extra cool to have something like this that they can or that i can always uh think back at on your career so where is this the trophies the trophy <laughs> i guess the gpi still has them somewhere i don't know where somebody uh, gpi still has them oh so joe ingram didn't take them and <laughs> smash them after he read your <laughs> your your speech that he didn't i don't know how he <laughs> went up there and read your speech without reading it first but it was really funny to well watch. i didn't send it to him so i don't know when exactly he received it because i sent it to another guy named eric okay. so he might have i think joe might have just received the uh, speech just before he went up there possibly not sure exactly why didn't when. you send it to him because you already knew that he was i tried to but he didn't respond fast enough so oh, I, I sent see. it to eric at gpi who asked me if i would bang something out speech wise <laughs> which i did and uh requested to him that joe ingram read the first one for speech for video <laughs> blogger whatever of the year because i wanted to like reference all the other nominees him joey and uh doug and daniel okay and so i will put a link to the really poor recording of this <laughs> reading of the speech it was really funny though so if you haven't seen it you might want to check it out and i'll put a link to the exact spot so you don't have to watch the whole thing yeah but it this, was really funny thanks this, for reading andrew's speech joey yeah shout out to joey this speech writing thing is kind of funny because you don't know whether you've actually won the award when you're writing this speech out for, to have somebody else read so you sort of have to like transport your your mindset into the moment where you've won and write this speech write what you would say but at the same time you're also like i don't know are you trying to like not get your hopes up or whatever before it's actually happened in case the you don't win and then <laughs> but then if you don't win nobody cares because it's not like you have a i lost speech and this is yeah, how you, i feel about losing you personally feel pretty dumb that you typed out no. that speech and you got yourself in the moment of winning it and then you're a loser no i think you're totally <laughs> overthinking it well but that's how it felt for you, you in the moment you yeah i have never been nominated for a you've never been the poker person of the year. <laughs> that is true <laughs> i have never and i don't think i will ever become <laughs> poker personality of the year so you should i don't play poker <laughs> oh i guess that's, that's important yeah that's a little bit important mm. um so yeah congratulations andrew nimi are those all your feelings i think so um it would have been cool to be there but they only gave us like five days notice so we had already planned to be in south africa by then and how did you celebrate in south africa your win uh we went to go pet some baby lions and was it as amazing as you thought it would be yes well it would have been cool if they weren't so like bitey and scratchy they were huge first of all and they were only a <laughs> three months yeah yeah and they were, they were uh, like they're already growing this it's funny how they're like so similar to uh like a house cat that's like playful because but their claws are not as playful they're just like yeah like bigger version of that where you know they still like grab onto you with their claws and hold on to your jeans and bite your wrist and stuff <laughs> but yeah that was pretty dope anyway all right so how was south africa in general for you uh it was great that's it yep <laughs> okay will you share with us your feelings about your experience watching black panther in south africa <laughs> the movie was great um but the theater itself was kind of funny <laughs> for various reasons <laughs> normally when you're here 
seeing a 3D movie, first of all, in the US, they give you the 3D glasses when you either buy the ticket or, yeah, I think when you buy the ticket, right? Right, but we bought the ticket online. So, but usually okay. when they would check you in, whatever, right? Yeah. When they scan your ticket, they would usually oh, yeah. hand you. Like when you the go into 3D, the theaters, 3D glasses. The dude checking the ticket, yeah, gives you a pair of 3D glasses. This did not happen in South Africa. No. You have to stand in the concession line to purchase a pair of 3D glasses after you've paid for the movie. Yeah, I mean, they're not expensive. They're bizarre. like a dollar. Yeah, but that was still weird. But I think it's just a way to have you purchase concessions. Right. It's Besides probably the, like pretty smart. I wouldn't be surprised if the U.S. adopts this method at some point. Well, not if you have to wait 15 minutes in the concession line to get your 3D glasses. I wouldn't be surprised. So anyway, so we get our 3D glasses and then... We head into the theater. Mm -hmm. It's packed. I sit down and there's no air conditioning. <laughs> so it's summertime in South Africa, by the way. Yeah. So air conditioning's not working. It's hot and stuffy in there. And I'm thinking there's to There's probably myself, how many people in there? Like, like full 400 theater, people or something? Sold out, right? Yeah. We got some of the last seats in that big, theater. Big theater. Um, so there's no air conditioning. <laughs> and we're sit seated right by the door. Yes, we're literally the closest seats to the entry, the door. It's a, the door is at like the top of the theater, top left corner, basically. And we're in the seats that are just next to that. Right. So the movie starts, the light's still streaming in because there's nobody who comes and shuts the door, <laughs> apparently. So for the rest of the movie, it was Andrew's job to get up and close the door every time somebody stood up and yeah. left the theater. Well, the thing is, like the door wouldn't close just by, you know, like letting it go, you know, it like closed maybe three quarters of the way, but stopped with a quarter <laughs> of the way to go with light just streaming into the theater. But then I liked how everyone was so vocal. Shut the door. Will you close the door? I don't know about everyone, but a few people. Yeah. And, and as and they you, should be. And you being one of them. Yeah. I joined in at the end because yeah. it was really annoying. Yelling at people to close the door during the movie. <laughs> oh my God. So did you enjoy your experience? Yes, actually, it was pretty funny, pretty amusing. By the way, they brought a big fan in, like uh, you know, like those <laughs> those fans. carpet drying fan. Yeah, a carpet drying fan, and like I don't know what they did, but rigged it somehow to somehow blow air like all the way up the top of the theater where we were sitting because it felt like pretty nice, much cooler. But yeah, which is funny because that theater is not in like a ghetto part of town or anything like that. It's right quite expensive part of town so i don't know how they get away with not <laughs> having air conditioning that works but you know nobody was complaining because we were all there to see wakanda forever and <laughs> uh reviews on the movie while we're here very briefly. uh well, how do you want to rate like out of 10 or like thumbs or stars or what what is the tells rating system out of 10 uh give it a 9.4 very thoughtful. Why 9.4? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. What a boring <laughs> review. Well, anyway, if you haven't seen it, and I'm sure very few people haven't seen it, uh, first all-black superhero movie. Uh, it was fantastic, and you must go and see it. The dialogue is hilarious. The sort of, what is it, action scenes? Are yeah. really really cool yep. and there's not too much um <laughs> special effects which i really liked maybe the special effects were just like really well done that they didn't stand out as like special effects mm -hmm. 
I don't really watch a lot of superhero movies. My mm-hmm. first superhero movie was The Dark Knight. I think that I remember and I was like, oh my God, that was really cool. And so this one was the second one. I've never seen any of the other ones like Iron Man, etc. So there's probably been an advance in technology since you've been paying attention. And it's just so, so good now so, that it looks, so subtle. looks natural. Yeah, it was really good. So if you haven't seen it, go do yourself a favor and check out Black Panther. But I don't probably have to sell it to you because Marvel Studios will do that. There you go. All right. So now we're back in Las Vegas. Any plans for your life? Uh, I need to edit a vlog because it's been a very long time since there's been a vlog. And I need to get my travel schedule together because I might be back on a plane before too long. And I need to go buy some groceries. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Hurry. Our fridge is completely bare. Mm Mm-hmm. Luckily, someone sent us four beers in the mail. So <laughs> four beers. Sustain us for the past two days. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Stacy, I think is her name. Stacy K. Kane Brewing Company. It's in New Jersey. Okay, there you go. It's called the hi- the Head High IPA. Isn't that a strain of marijuana? I think it's like a term that describes... Oh, the type of high you can have from yeah. marijuana. Uh-huh. Okay, so um, do you have any Christians for me? How does it feel to be back in Las Vegas after two weeks in South Africa? South Africa is better. <laughs> than Vegas or than the United States? Than America. Ouch. Like I was watching an interview and the uh, interviewee was a Mexican man. And he says that he doesn't feel, he's been here for 35 years. So he doesn't feel American enough because he's still got a really strong accent. And when he goes back home, he doesn't feel... Mexican? Mexican enough. Mm. And I feel that. Like, I feel sort of Not sure what exactly your identity is. Not identity, but just like... Your (laughs) self-worth. But just belonging. Because when I go home, people are like, oh my God, your accent is so different. Yep. And when I'm here, people are like, oh, you've got such a cool accent. And Mm. I'm just floating in between. Mm -hmm. So what should I do? Should I change my accent altogether to be completely American? I don't think you can. So yeah, it feels it feels a little odd because uh, I go home and I don't really I know old stuff like the things that I remember from when I lived in South Africa, but I don't know any of the cool things, you know. So I don't really know what's happening. I know the cool things. Just hang out with me. Okay. I went by myself <laughs> the neighbor goods market, just chilling. Yeah, with all the other 500 tourists that have looked it up on TripAdvisor. <laughs> Let's just say I was the coolest white person around. <laughs> and on. boy, are you white. And move on. I wanted to read some listener feedback. Yes, let's do it. All right, this email is from Stephen, and he says, Hi, Boosie and Andrew. Hope you're well and having an amazing time in South Africa. We were Stephen, and now we're back in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> so he says after watching the latest czech republic vlogs i thought i'd follow your lead and try my hand at tournament poker it was a fairly small field 79 but i only went and won it i'd like to say i was all it was all down to watching your vlogs and listening to the podcast boosie definitely seems like a good influence ah but there was a lot of luck along the way too with hands holding up and ace jack Holding up against ace queen on the final table helps getting aces first hand of heads up too. then again i suppose you need that to win any 20. anyway i just wanted to say thank you for the huge amount of effort you both clearly put into the vlog and podcast 
for helping me improve my game and for just making the world a genuinely better place. Wow. If either of you are ever over in the UK again and find yourselves in Norwich or Newcastle, then give me a shout. I definitely owe you a pint or more accurately, several. Someone's in, someone's in a good mood after winning a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Steve from Norwich, England. That is awesome. That is a second tournament winner. Really? Who was written in. Remember, there was the gentleman who won a tournament in, or cashed, mm-hmm. like $28,000 in oh, yeah. the Bahamas. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice work, Stephen. Favorable from Norwich vlog. And podcast. And podcast, obviously. And girlfriend. Steven, uh, that's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, nice work. I don't know. He's not really looking for feedback, but it was it's listener sharing, feedback. Sharing the good news. Yeah. Spreading the good vibes. We have to keep spreading the Crushing good news. Crushing tournaments, winning millions. Please let us know if uh you've been watching the vlogs, listening to the podcast, rocking favorable apparel and crushing life. Let us know. Let me know. Let me know how to win a tournament. Maybe that could be your <laughs> next email. Send me send me your tournament tips. Uh I think maybe you should watch your own vlogs. <laughs> and that might help you win a tournament too. Maybe. Doubt it, but maybe. Just try. Try to watch my own vlogs? Yeah. Okay, I'll try. Start from the beginning. It <laughs> sounds like a great <laughs> use of time. Oh my God, why are you so grumpy? I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm not. Carry on. Who's next? That's it. Oh, that's it. Okay. All right. Fun Anything podcast. else? Don't think so. All right. Uh, I guess that's all we have time for. If this one is a little bit short, blame it on Andrew and Brad for drinking too much and Andrew losing half of his brain cells due to that. Yeah, but I won. You did? How much did you win? Well, no thanks to Jesse Sylvia who showed up to uh, our game and caused me to lose a massive hand. Well, not caused me, but beat me in a massive hand. Should probably take some tips from him. Didn't he win a tournament or two? The tip is flop middle set versus top pair top kicker in a three bet pot. Shout out to Jesse <laughs> and Ashley. They were both came to our meetup game, so that was cool. Jesse Sylvia, runner-up in the main event in 2000 and something. I don't know. Both very cool, nice, fun people, except when he's beating you out of hundreds of dollars, but still class guy. Um, so that was really cool that they came. And yeah, still won some money. Managed to win like $300 in the meetup game, which is rare for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Well, thank you for listening to Tells. Let us know. We still like to solve some relationship problems. So if you have any relationship thoughts. Mm-hmm. If you dig us, write, rate us on iTunes. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you, if you like the podcast, please give it a five-star rating on iTunes. If you don't like the podcast, just write us an email at tells at andrewneemi.com and tell us exactly why. And we will either stop doing the podcast altogether because of you or change the format entirely because of you yeah we'll take it all into consideration (laughs) deep consideration but thank you for listening and we will catch you next week on tell what about a what if they gave us a suggestion of a guest they want on the podcast with their significant other or if they don't have a significant other whose love life do you want to know about perfect i like it (laughs) Let us know whose love life you'd like to know about on Tells. And also... These are poker players, by the way. Or poker industry, somewhat, somewhat related. Do they have to be? Um, They don't have to be. There's no rules around here. No rules. So completely disregard that. <laughs> yeah, so if you would like to know about somebody's love life, <laughs> let us know. We'll try to get them on 
Tells podcast and dissect their love life. Thanks again for anyone who voted in the American Poker Awards. Do you think you'll win next year too? No. Very optimistic. <laughs> Pick the right one, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, chat to you next week. Bye.